Dadsnet Original Podcast. Hello and welcome to Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Well, this episode's a little bit different, guys, and it feels a little bit strange for me. As early on, you may notice that it is just Adam's Big Movie Podcast this week because, unfortunately, uh, Cotney John's mum has had a little bit of a fall. She's absolutely fine, but just as a precaution, uh, good old Cotney John has stayed with her. So I'm sure I speak on behalf of everyone who listens to this podcast. Who uh, you know, we send our best wishes to John's mum and to John and the family. She is okay. Uh, she's had the all clear, but Cotney John, being the the son, the man he is, has wanted to stay with her to make sure. Which meant, unfortunately, that he missed out on the cinema trip that we had booked. Uh, so I've had to step up, and I'm recording this solo, so I've got no one to bounce off. So. There's times where I might think I'm being really funny, but I won't have the laughs to back that up. So if you are listening, uh, please lol, please laugh if you can, um, because I always say you shouldn't really laugh at your own stuff, but you know you're not supposed to enjoy your own your own farts. So you know each to their own. Anyway, let's get straight into it because I have been a busy boy this week. I have tried to bring you during this Easter time some definitive movie reviews, and I have seen three. Yes, three new releases, two on the cinema, one on streaming, and then I've got a throwback, which I thought, what an ideal time for me to do this throwback, as it is just me recording this. But let's get straight into it, and I mean, I don't want to, you know, I've, I've given you a lot so far, we're only about a minute in, but there are two special guests who review the movies with me, because, you know, I don't have an issue going to the pictures on my own, but, you know... You don't want to be going to the pictures on your own too often. So I, luckily, I went to the film that I was supposed to be going to Cotney John with. Uh, my dad came, so you will hear his review. He's already been on this podcast before. He actually got quite a lot of love. A few people saying we need more from Big Mike. Well, there's more Big Mike coming. Um, and then I took my little girl to see a new release as well. And her, she's just absolutely Looney Tunes. And that review will be coming up as well. Let's kick this podcast off with the first film. Last night I went to see this, and it is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. So straight away, you're gonna have people going, don't fancy that. Don't like that. Don't wanna know. Because Dungeons and Dragons, unless you are in that world, that kind of fantasy world, you've played the games, whatever it may be. You know, the trailer, the fantasy element of it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. But I'm going to kick this off by throwing it straight to my dad. Uh, So me and my dad went to watch this. And right now, you are going to hear, and this is brilliant, I have to say so, uh, my dad's review of Dungeons & Dragons Honour Among Thieves. Hello, it's Adam from Adam & Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. And do we have a treat for you? I've just been to the cinema. Unfortunately, Cotney John could not join us, which I'm sure I would have already mentioned on this episode. 
Um, but I did go with someone, the newly retired. So I do want to make, uh, do want to take this moment to say a massive congratulations to my dad, who after 48 years has finally retired. And for a celebration, I took him to the cinema. How's retirement treating you, dad? Lovely. Great stuff. After all them years, and I get to go to the cinema. I don't have to worry about being up in the morning. Well, that sort of thing, if you know retired people, I'm already starting to feel it like, oh, it don't matter. Like, normally, if Big Mike had work, it'd be like, oh, it's a bit late. Oh, I can't go to cinema at nine o'clock. Now he's like, don't have to be up in the morning. Smug. But luckily, I'm on Easter holidays <laughs> as well. So it, it worked out. But we went to the cinema tonight to see the brand new release from Paramount, which was Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. Now... We have to be honest, don't we? Like, growing up, we were never into Dungeons and Dragons or the, like that sort of gaming world of Warcraft and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into it. Big Mike, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. What are you saying? Yeah, I, well, I didn't go in there with any great expectations. As you say, we didn't, we didn't really do the gaming, so I wasn't expecting that much, but I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. What a really good film real good escapism real good fun good action scenes good sets bit of uh guardians of the galaxy meets lords of the flies lord of the rings yeah them as well <laughs> um yeah but, but that sort of you know fantasy world um but really good good sort of dialogue good characters you know really got engaged with the characters enjoyed it really enjoyed it would recommend it definitely recommend it well it's it's such a it's such a blessing that we're getting this sort of review because I've, we've, I took you to Halloween Ends, which I'm sure has been Shocking. deleted from your memory. And then I, we took you to uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, didn't we? we did. Which was quite good, but it wasn't as good as the first one. So it's nice to have a bit of a positive review. And obviously, if you've not seen it, the cast are absolutely brilliant. I'm sure I will divulge more on the episode but the cast i mean you're a big chris pine fan aren't you yeah and he, and he plays the you know he's he's the one line as he gets his gets his chats in there so yeah even this chap out of bridgerton yeah plays a great character very dry but funny because it's so dry and he is a good looking chap and i mean we've got to take a moment to you know appreciate that yeah <laughs> and hugh grant plays the uh what do you call it the well villain the, the villain but yeah. he does it in a great Boris Johnson accent, thought he sounded just like Boris. Yeah. He's, uh, been up to no good and it looks as if he's just a slimy character. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies if you're a BJ fan, but... Uh... Yeah, well, I'm not a BJ fan, but I hate Boris. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true, there's a part of the film where we turned to each other and went, doesn't that, doesn't that, is he doing that as Boris Johnson? Because, like, Hugh Grant was just like, I don't want to see you die, so I'm going to leave the room. It just sounded like so much like him. It was, uh, that's such a good shout. But let's get to the ratings, which is what everyone will want to know. I will obviously give my rating, uh, when I give you my extended review, which is going to be kind of similar to what Big Mike says. But how many Indiana Joneses is this movie getting from you, Big Mike? Uh, you can give halves now, remember. Oh, we can give half. Oh, well, in that case, I'll give it four and a half whips. Four and a half? It's not whips. I keep telling you this. It's actual just Harrison Ford, oh, Indiana right. Jones character. Four and a half Indiana Jones. Four and a half Indiana yeah, Jones. I, That's... I enjoyed it. It was good fun to watch. You know, good bit of just sit there. Don't have to worry about anything. Just watch a really good film. 
good scenes. Enjoyed it. So. Four and a half. That's that's impressive. And, and just what before we finish, we obviously love the trailers. Me and my dad have that thing because we go to the cinema together all the time. The trailers come on. In fact, it said, now's the time for the trailers. And Big Mike turned around to me and went, this is what we've come for. <laughs> like, no, it's not. Um, but we got the trailer, didn't we? We got Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones yeah. on the Dial of Destiny. Yeah. So that's def you are going to be definitely hopping back on this podcast to give the, the, you know, the, the listeners the absolute prime time review of that. Yeah, but, but I'm not quite sure Harrison Ford was in the frame really works for me. But, uh, <laughs> maybe he loses that after a few scenes. He will be able to crack the whip. Don't you worry. But I'm sure I speak on behalf of all our loyal listeners in wishing you a very happy retirement and much more cinema viewings where we can get you on and, and get your insight into the magical world of cinema. So congratulations, Dad. We all love you. You make me sound like I'm really old, but I started work when I was six in my day. <laughs> no, but you, you're a good man, and fair dues. I'm glad I took you to a film that you didn't completely hate. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Cheers, Dad. See you later. What an absolute legend he is, and I will echo... I was going to say I was, I'll echo the thoughts, but they're actually my thoughts and my words, so, yeah, I'll echo it anyway. Happy retirement to my old man. And yes, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, I think personally is one of the films that has shocked me the most recently. I went in with relatively low expectations, wasn't into the Dungeons and Dragons game, so I thought if there's loads of kind of private jokes about things to do with Dungeons and Dragons, I wouldn't really get it. And and I think that the, the comparison that my dad made in that review there where he says it's a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy mixed with Lord of the Rings, I think it's an absolute hell of a shout. Um, the banter, the, the laughs in Dungeons and Dragons is brilliant. It's really, really funny. It's really quick. The movie's about two, and a, two hours, 15 minutes, and it absolutely flies by. There is not a moment during this film where I was bored in any way, where I was clock watching in any way. It was so much fun. And the cast, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Reggae Jean Page, which is obviously we mentioned the guy from Bridgerton, uh, rumoured to be in the running for the next Bond. And I'm going to throw it out there. He could potentially have my vote because that guy just oozes class. Um, but the, the, all the cast were brilliant. And I think, again, what my dad said there about Hugh Grant using the Boris Johnson voice, please, if anyone has been to see it or decides to go and see it, you will see it. You will hear it. He, he's definitely, because he's the villain, because he's this nasty liar, he, he's just based it on Boris Johnson, which, to be fair, if you're going to base a, a, you know, a stupid liar character, you would arguably go for the former Prime Minister. Um, but Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, it it was, it was it blew my expectations out of the water. I will be, can't wait to watch it again, honestly. Um, the, the, you know, the special effects, I mean, most of the films now that do kind of, I don't go into a film at the minute where I'm like, oh, the special effects were terrible. You know, unless you're watching like Sharknado 5. But this, the, the special effects are slick. The characters are funny. They get on. You care about the characters. It, it was just so, so good. So um, my dad just gave his review there. And I'm going to throw four and a half Harry Stampers 
straight to Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I think you'll have an absolute blast. I think if you've got children, I'd say maybe eight or above, I think they would absolutely love it. Loads of stuff in there. And yeah, absolute big, big thumbs up from, I was going to say Adam and Courtney John, but just Adam this week. But I'm pretty sure I'll go on record and I'm sure at some point I could be proven right or wrong here. But I think Courtney John would have loved it. I think he would have absolutely loved it. Uh, Okay, so let's go to the next one. So Netflix last week released the sequel that, I don't know if that many people wanted it, uh, Murder Mystery 2. So the original Murder Mystery uh, came out in 2019. It was Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, and it's kind of like a whodunit, it's It's a bit like Knives Out, but just not as slick, not as stylish, and not as funny, really. Just just basically, you know, a silly version of Knives Out. But it was all right, the first Murder Mystery. It was watchable. It was okay. Uh, Murder Mystery 2 came out, and I think, if I'm being absolutely honest with you, and many people would have watched this, and I'd love to know your thoughts, so make sure you join the Adam and Cotney John Big Movie Podcast group. To be honest with you, um, I have such deep love for Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. I would feel guilty saying anything that bad about this movie. But, <laughs> but, and this is a big but, and you know, I do like big buts. I cannot lie. It was, uh, it was just meh. It was that classic, like, meh. There was, I'd say maybe two to three times in the film where I kind of let out a, there was no like big laughs Dungeons and Dragons don't want to keep throwing it up but that had me laughing quite a lot Murder Mystery 2 which is more of a comedy it just felt it it just felt I think everyone if you see the trailer if you've seen Murder Mystery you're not expecting anything else and the great thing about Murder Mystery 2 this is where I'm going to give it some credit is it's one hour, 29 minutes long. And believe it or not, me and my wife did it in two sittings because we kind of put 45 minutes on one night, kind of got tired and then put the 45 minutes on the day after. It was okay. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, they've got good chemistry. You can tell that the friends off screen. Uh, Mark Strong plays like, you know, this secret agent in it. He's, he's plays it quite straight, quite funny. But I think in terms of, you know, being realistic, it was relatively weak. It wasn't the best. I'd say Murder Mystery 1 is definitely better. But like I say, if you like Adam Sandler, you'll enjoy it. If you like Jennifer Aniston, you know, she she looks stunning in it as she always does. Uh, but if I'm being... See, this is where the, the review, the ratings go tough for me. I don't think I will watch that again, personally. So for that reason, I'm giving it two Harry Stampers and that's purely one stamper for Sandler, one stamper for my my number one, my day one, Jennifer Aniston. So two Harry Stampers for Murder Mystery 2. Again, forgettable. If you want to just, if you want a film to watch where you can just kind of go, huh, like three times and then be on your phone quite a lot, I'll highly recommend it. Um, But for the big, the big new release now, Okay, so this has been 
Well, the pressure on this has been insane. So, the adventure animated comedy, the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's everywhere. You see it on the side of buses. You see it on bus stops, adverts on TV. It is everywhere. Um, If you haven't seen anything about it, what are you doing? Because it is everywhere. I've literally just said that. Why aren't you listening? Um, The voice cast is very, very impressive. So you've got, you've got uh, Chris Pratt playing Mario. Uh, You've got Anya Taylor-Joy playing Princess Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi. Jack Black as Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. And then Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, to name a few. Uh, So I took my little girl to go and see it. And I'm going to play you her review of the Super Mario Brothers movie right now. Hi, once again, it's Adam from Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. And I have been to the cinema again. And do I have a treat for you? I am joined for this special review by my darling daughter, six years of age, soon to be seven, Isla Parkinson. How are you, Isla? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have just come back from the cinema where we have watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes, you were excited for this, weren't you? Yeah. We've got Mario Kart at home. Uh, we're not as keen as some of the uh, adults dressed as Mario and Luigi when we went to the pictures, but hey-ho, here we go. Uh, but this is the thing, like, this is how I know you're my daughter. There's a couple of reasons why I know you're my daughter. Number one is because I trust mummy. Number two is because you love movies, don't you? Yeah. And I know for a fact that that's just, that's just a bit of me. And mummy doesn't really like movies, does she? No, she only watches Married at Sight Australia. Married at First Sight Australia? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What else does she like? Love Island. Love Island, yeah. Absolute trash. But we like our movies, don't we? Yeah, so she's le- just in relationship. She's what? She's relationship. She likes relationships. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> yeah, hope she likes yeah. the one she's in. Or oh, we're all in trouble. Uh, <laughs> right. So, the Super Mario Brothers movie. The yeah. big new release by Illumination, uh, which obviously behind the Despicable Me, The Secret Life of Pets. And... Let's get straight into it. Isla, the Super Mario Brothers movie. What did you think? I loved it and it was very funny. Did you love it, yeah? What did you like about it? Um, what part? Well, no, what did you like? Did you like what, what bits of it did you like? Tell everyone, tell all these amazing listeners why you think that they should take their kids or maybe just go uh, with their partners, friends to go and see Super Mario Brothers. Well, I love the bit where Mario um, goes to see Hong Kong. Goes to see Donkey Kong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hong Kong? Yeah, Donkey Kong, yeah. So Donkey Kong, he was your favourite character, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, love Donkey Kong. So did you think, so we went to watch Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and you gave that a really good review, as did I. Um, what do you think? Do, we, do you think it was better than that? Do you think it was the same? Do you think it was a little bit worse? What do you think? Better. You think Super Mario Brothers is better? Yeah. Ooh, controversial. Um, Only because you like Puss in Boots more than Mario. I did like Puss in Boots more than Mario, but I will extend uh, my review uh, when we get to it. But let's get to the big question. Um, 
you have you rate your films after your favourite movie character, which is Ariel. Um, so how many Ariels is the Super Mario Brothers movie getting from you, Isla? Right. Okay. I don't know if this is under the law or not, but I'm giving it a 20. Under the law? <laughs> 20. Um, well, so consider- basically five, 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 five. So five times four, it's good maths. It's good maths. Well, normally it's a maximum of five, but because you're such a darling little girl, we'll let you have 20 aerials. So, I mean, if you are thinking over the Easter holidays to um, take your children to go and see the Super Mario Bros. movie, just remember, it's got 20 aerials from Isla Parkinson. And that's all you need to know. Um, do you want to say anything to the listeners before you go? Yes. Go on then. This is your moment. I hope you have all you, all you have all of you have a great Easter holidays and you get treats from the Easter Bunny. Oh, what a lovely message! But you must have treats from the Easter Bunny. Okay, you must. only if you're good or you're naughty. You must have treats. But if from you're the naughty, bunny. you won't. So okay. don't be naughty. Yeah, so be good, guys. Yeah, and don't unlike this video. <laughs> right. And that's naughty, and you won't get an Easter egg from the Easter Bunny if you don't do that. Okay, and I think we will stop there because you are talking absolute biscuits. Right, say bye to everyone. Bye. Oh, honestly, she is... I mean, I, I, I truly believe she's made for the stage or the screen or something. She is... The confidence is crazy, but she, she kind of... Loses a train of thought, even though uh, absolutely digging my wife out for watching Married at First Sight Australia and Love Island will live with me for a very long time because it is oh so true. But then when she started talking about relationships, honestly, I have no idea what she was on about. But the main thing you need to take out of that is that she was a massive fan of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, So I think that's the key thing you need to take out of this. I think everybody, if you've got kids, especially kids who are gamers, they will go and see this. They'll admire it and they will want to go and see it. Personally, you know, I've played Mario. I've played Mario Kart. I'm not like crazy into gaming. The movie in itself, yeah, it was fun. It was very quick. It was so fast paced. It didn't really develop much of the characters. It just kind of cut from scene to scene. It was really quick few little laughs in there, nothing nothing major. I have to say, in fact, when I say nothing major, that's for most of the characters apart from Jack Black as Bowser. Jack Black as Bowser is one of the... I mean, you're talking levels to the animated voice game, aren't you? I mean, you've got like Steve Carell as Gru. He's, you know, he's gone down. You've obviously got the Shrek, the donkey... Um, but Jack Black as Bowser has announced himself as one of the greatest kind of voice acting jobs I've ever heard because it was amazing. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong as well. Seth Rogen can make me laugh if he was reading like a really boring poem just because of that. <sighs> Donkey Kong with Seth Rogen's voice is not to be missed. I didn't mind it. I wasn't crazy about it. I thought it was all right. I kind of was getting G'd up because I was sat next to this couple who were similar to my age, uh, maybe a bit older, to be honest, and I've never known a couple to be 
more excited than they were. It was like as soon as like the 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 start of the film was happening, and straight away it goes like they were like the seats were shaking. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is this is craziness. But I love that. I love that passion. That's what cinema is all about. It's about losing yourself for ninety minutes. And she was, especially the woman, she was. There were so many Easter eggs in there. I think that's what they call it. Like, you know, little little subtle nods to the source material. Now, this Super Mario's Brothers, even going off like Mario Kart, it's so, it, it pays so much homage to the source material, which is a good touch, to be fair, because you've had films that have gone completely off the source material and have been absolutely slated. Um but I didn't get all the Easter eggs because I'm not massively into gaming. Um, I have, you know, something else like, you know, called a life. Oh, I'm joking. I've got no one to bounce off, so that probably fell flat. <laughs> but um, every, like, little bit, every little prop, every little bit of animation, this woman was just like, oh, my God. And I was just sat there like, am I supposed to get that? I'm not quite sure. But Jack Black provides a good, good couple of lols. Um, the film's okay. It's just, yeah, it's just okay, really. I wouldn't go crazy, but it's about the kids, isn't it? Isla came out of that film, absolutely buzzing. She asked me what I thought. I said I absolutely loved it. I didn't really, but I didn't want her to think that I didn't enjoy it. So, little tip for your parents, just fake it till you make it. I'm sure many of you do. Um, but yeah, so ratings-wise, I'm going to give the Super Mario Brothers movie... Two and a half Harry Stampers. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a massive hit. You know it is. It's going to be everywhere. I just think in terms of what it could have been, I think it could have been. I mean, you're talking, what what year did that first one come out? I mean, oh my days. Do you remember the live action one? Only a generation of a certain age will know. Yeah, 1993, the Super Mario Brothers movie. The fantasy adventure, one hour, 45 minutes, and you had Bob Hoskins as Mario and Dennis Hopper as Bowser. It truly, oh, it, that's now that is a tough watch. I mean, you go back to those, those kind of game-based movies, Street Fighter, the Super Mario's movie, Mortal Kombat. I mean, some of them, I mean, when you, when you, you know, when you're younger, Mortal Kombat was min. It was class. Uh, but the Super Mario's Brother movie, even I don't I don't know anyone in the world who liked that. And I think Bob Hoskins, God rest his soul, went on record to say that the Super Mario's Brother was the worst movie he's ever worked on, and it's the one that he kind of what he deleted off his record. So um, yeah, don't watch that one. If you're gonna watch one of the Super Mario Brothers movies, I'd probably recommend. Uh, the latest one. But yeah, two and a half Harry Stampers. But there is plenty to go at. I would highly recommend Dungeons and Dragons this week. If you can't get out to the cinema, Murder Mystery 2, meh. All right. And then, you know, you've got the new Super Mario Brothers. If you've got children of a certain age, I guarantee you will be in that cinema at some point. I didn't mind it. Uh, you know, if, it was, if Isla was watching it again when it comes on TV... I'd sit there and I'd watch a bit of it. It wouldn't annoy me as much as some of the shows that she watches now, like that, uh, what's that one? I Carly, all of these ones, Sam and Cat, oh my days. Any of your kids watch that trash, it's better than that. So that's, that's what I'm going to leave it on. 
Okay, now normally, obviously, we would do a movie plot in one sentence, but we are going to be back with that next week. But we will be rounding this episode off with a throwback. And this throwback is available on Disney Plus, but it's not a Disney film. It is the 1998 sci fi action extravaganza Armageddon. Boom, yes, I'm doing it. I've got full creative control. It is my time. Yes, my favourite ever movie. Hands down. I've got other films that I love. Absolutely adore loads of other films, which we will touch upon, I hope, in the future. But in terms of my ultimate goal, it is Armageddon. Now, it's crazy how many people haven't seen Armageddon. And, and, and you need to be honest with yourselves. You can't say, oh, yeah, I've seen that if you just saw maybe the last hour or the first half an hour. No, no, no. You need to sit there for two and a half big ones because you've got Bruce Willis. You've got Ben Affleck. You've got Billy Bob Thornton, Owen Wilson, Steve Buscemi, Liv Tyler. To, to name a few, it is one of the greatest To be honest, most ridiculous films of all time. I'll give you a quick synopsis. NASA astronauts observe that a large asteroid will hit Earth in the next 18 days and destroy life. They realise that their only hope of survival is Harry Stamper, an oil driller. (laughs) I tell you what, I've never read that before. That sounds so terrible. Their only hope is an oil driller. Even though it's nice to hear the name Harry Stamper. That's obviously what I give my movie reviews based upon. But it's always funny because basically to give you a quick snapshot, and and many of you will have seen this, but it's a famous thing uh, that was said by Ben Affleck. So it was directed by Michael Bay. You know Michael Bay. If you've seen a Michael Bay film, Transformers, Bad Boys, it is just wham bam, thank you, ma'am. It is just... Uh, you know, action, just blowing stuff up all over the place. And I always remember Ben Affleck said, uh, wouldn't you just get the oil drillers to teach the astronauts how to drill rather than the astronauts teaching the oil drillers how to be astronauts, which is a, a ridiculous valid point. And Michael Bay basically told him to shut the F up. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I'm I'm team Michael Bay for that one. Because it wouldn't have been as good if you'd have had these rough and ready oil drillers teaching these kind of astronauts who they clearly made out to be really nerdy and geeky. Um, but it just everything about it, the love story, the action, the over-the-top acting, the cheesiness. I mean, people criticise it for being too cheesy. Shut up. They must be lacto intolerant. Lactose intolerant. Lacto- See, I've got no one to correct me. Lactose intolerant. Because there's nothing like some Michael Bay 98, 1998 cheese. It, it, it ages like a fine wine, this cheese. And honestly, if you haven't seen it, please just, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Armageddon, do me a favour. Just mark it in your calendar one night where you have got two and a half hours and just put it on and watch it. I, it's like that thing, it's like that mattress advert where you're like, oh, if you don't like your first 30 days on the mattress, we'll give you your money back. I mean, I'm not going to give you jack, shh, but I guarantee, 
I am absolutely sure that you cannot leave after two and a half hours of watching Armageddon and think, yeah, it was all right. No, no. I think you're lying to yourself. You're letting your family down. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm quite passionate. And I know I've said this a million times. When I went to the Odeon, the good old Odeon, to work, my name badge said Adam Armageddon, which, as far as I'm concerned, is one of the greatest Odeon badges ever. I don't know how many other people in the Odeon history had Armageddon as their favourite film, but also just the fact that it was Adam Armageddon, double A, you know, like, you know, just battery powered, love that sort of stuff. So there you have it. I hope you have enjoyed a little trip to the movies with good old Adam, minus the Cockney John this week, unfortunately. But we will be back, all things crossed, we will be back next week um, with another packed episode of all your favourite bits. But I hope this has helped you. It is the Easter holidays, so I do hope that you're able to make it to the pitches. I'm sure Super Mario Brothers will be packed everywhere you go, so if it is... You know, hop into Dungeons and Dragons. You will not be disappointed. What I say, a massive thank you to my little girl. Her review is hilarious as always. And my dad, newly retired Big Mike, he did a stellar job. He actually was going proper in. Did you hear? Like he's talking like, you know, great characters, great dialogue. I was like, chill out, Barry Norman. Um, but yeah, there you have it. I hope I have, you know, given you half an hour or so of just light-hearted look at the movies and you can go enjoy it. And yeah, I hope you have an amazing Easter. And as always, make sure you join Adam and Cockney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group. Please let me know what you think. If you think I've done an okay job on my own, please leave a review. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> That's like something in Armageddon would do. Just pull at the heartstrings. Um, and make sure you check out dadsnet.com. Whoa, dad's net. I had to do it. Uh, for all your dad and parenting information. Um, now, I was going to say, I'm going to leave you with the final words from Cotney John, but you know what? I will. I will. And I will just turn into Cotney John. So I'm going to leave the final words with Cotney John. Yeah, cheers, Adam. I, thought, oh, I think you've done an amazing job there today, bruv, on your own. Oh, nice for me. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, bro. It's all right. Uh, yeah, enjoy your Easter. Make sure you eat loads of chocolate. And yeah, life's short, so have a good time, one and all. Oh, that was decent, John. Cheers, bro. All right, thank you so much. Take care. In a bit. <laughs> <laughs>